Welcome to the next episode of Strategize to Succeed. Selectively applying the strategies, which we discuss each week, will help you as you progress from conditions to opportunities to successes. Today's episode discusses one path to making better decisions, and paradoxically, it is both easy and hard to accomplish at the same time. The easy aspect is that if you want to, you can clearly spot the elements. The hard part is that the pattern is difficult to acknowledge and change. So what is this clear change which can help you to make better decisions? It is to stop lying to yourself. First, let's understand how lying to yourself makes for bad or at least less successful decision-making. Every one of the approximately 35,000 decisions that we each make daily is based on a series of facts and assumptions. As a simple example, say you decide to go to a specific restaurant. Here are the facts. You've been there previously and enjoyed it. It is not the closest restaurant to your location. It is not the least expensive restaurant that you enjoy. Now here are some of the assumptions that you may make. The chef who was on when you last went to the restaurant will be on when you visit again. The restaurant has only one location. The restaurant will always have a favorably priced special that you know will be in your budget and that you're sure you will enjoy. The problem is that these assumptions, which weigh so heavily in your decision to go to this particular restaurant, again are not based on facts. Instead, they are based on lies which you have told yourself and which you believe to be true. And that is the crux of the problem. Whether you lie to yourself, whether it is about facts or emotions, you are depending on untrue information to be the basis, the very foundation of your decision making. And as you know, if the foundation is shaky, anything which is built on top of it will also be unstable. That same philosophy applies to decision-making. If the information which you are evaluating is solid, you have a greater likelihood of making a better decision. We live in a society in which we lie to others on a daily basis. Perhaps the most pervasive form of this lie occurs in the world of photoshopping and app filters. These modifications to one's appearance are made by celebrities and neighbors alike, and they are often assumed to be real by the viewing audience. But if we are being honest, we would acknowledge that the appearance and description which is being peddled to us is most often a lie. And probably that lie has been created primarily to make the subject of the lie feel better about themselves. 
The problem is that when we lie to ourselves, we are using a form of embellishment. When we lie to ourselves, we lessen our weight and we enhance our features. When we lie to ourselves, we speed up the trajectory of our professional accomplishments. When we lie to ourselves, we elevate our qualities and successes and minimize our failures and shortcomings. When we lie to ourselves, everything is better. Lying to ourselves is comforting. It allows us to turn the best fantasies about ourselves into an optimistic reality. Except the decisions which we make based on all of this information are flawed and often not in our best interest. What I am asking you to do is recognize and acknowledge that you are your best friend and your worst enemy. You want to create a space for yourself in which you feel safe and strong and healthy and often you lie to yourself to achieve that goal. However, I'm asking you to change your goal and instead work towards one which is much harder to achieve. It may be painful and messy and a few tears may be shed in the process. I'm asking you to make an effort not to lie to yourself so that you will have the right information at hand to make more productive decisions for yourself. Now I know that my request is a difficult ask and probably you have no idea as to how to change an approach which may have protected you for years. So be kind to yourself. Nothing will be gained by browbeating your psyche. Instead, be honest and realistic. You will be more likely to accomplish your goals with this tactic in mind. I have read many commentaries related to the topic of lying to oneself. And frankly, the platitudes left me uninspired. The problem seems to be not the path to correction. The problem is that the issue is just not sexy. Lying to oneself is a problem which is practically universal in scope. At one level or another, it seems to be assumed. And the correction is both personal and not a quick fix. There are numerous ideas for getting past lying to oneself. According to Connie Shi, one can be courageous or forgive oneself or meditate, among other things. E.B. Johnson takes the approach that rebuilding your self-esteem is most important, and then figure out what you want. A few points later, Ms. Johnson returns to exercising one's self-worth. My approach is slightly different. I am a big fan of two practical and actionable skills. First, talking to myself in the bathroom mirror. Not while I'm brushing my hair or flossing my teeth. These soliloquies require my undivided attention 
in which I am speaking while looking straight into my own eyes. I cover a range of subjects in which my comments run the gamut from critiques to accolades and everything in between. However, what is intriguing is that I find that I am completely unable to lie to myself when I am looking into my eyes and speaking. Essentially, it is a time when I am committed to being honest and realistic. These sessions take place daily. Whenever I have an issue, concern, or strategy to work out, I figure out pros and cons in flowcharts. There is nothing that I cannot discuss with myself. It is interesting because while a child, I found out after many attempts that I do not enjoy journaling. Occasionally, I would buy a diary or a journal because I liked its cover. Then I would make one or two entries into it, felt dissatisfied and unfulfilled, and then I stopped. But I always felt restored when I spoke to myself in the bathroom mirror. It was a place of safety, which received everything I had to say without judgment or rancor. And that safe space for my open-ended analyses and self-evaluation has helped me to keep lying to myself to a minimum. Second, especially if you are early in the process of reversing the lying to yourself habit, spend time dissecting the elements and assumptions behind your decisions. When you are undertaking this exercise as a practice, I would suggest starting with a small example, such as the restaurant selection noted earlier. Also, you might want to try the exercise with decisions you've already made prior to being under pressure to resolve one of the 35,000 issues which you need to deal with on any given day. When you begin the experience of consciously not lying to yourself, flowchart some of your decisions in two directions. One, when you have made a decision based on either conscious or unconscious lies which you've told yourself. And two, when you make the decision without reliance on any lies which you may have told yourself. If you are being truly realistic and honest with yourself, you will likely see a difference between those decisions made which are based on your lies and those decisions which are made with clarity of thought and intention. Incidentally, I have frequently used the word lie in this episode. However, in all fairness, the word lie embraces not just an intentional misstatement of fact. It also includes any deception or misrepresentation which results in a falsehood, either intentionally or inferentially relied upon. You may take the attitude of no harm, no foul, when you base your decisions on the lies which you tell yourself. However, 
making a valuable, useful decision is not just about avoiding disaster. When you make the effort to arrive at a decision, you want to achieve the greatest benefit which you can from it. That means that the elements of that decision must be free from the contamination of any lies so that the final result is not skewed or sullied. Analogize this process to that of a fine chef preparing a dish. Prior to the cooking, the chef frequently waxes poetic about the quality and freshness of the ingredients being used. The inference is that the higher the quality of ingredients, the better the outcome of the dish. When making the effort to arrive at a decision, the better the quality of the elements to be evaluated, the more likely the decision made will be more productive and provide you with greater benefits. Thank you for sharing your time today. Remember your application of strategic decision-making approaches can result in more beneficial outcomes for you, both professionally and personally. Why not turn that process into your opportunity?